0: What's up, everybody? Tyler here from the Anti Hero Podcast, and I'm selling out for an ad. However, none of this would be possible on the audio platforms without Spotify for Podcasters. Spotify for Podcasters allows me to record, edit, and distribute to all audio platforms for the Anti Hero Podcast. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, all you need is a mic and a computer. Hell, I don't even think you need that. I think you literally just need your phone. Spotify for Podcasters is for you. So give them a try.
1: I hope my kids don't watch this. <laughs> and, uh, he would bang him with the pro mask on and she would wear the pro mask. And then he would come and tell that while we're eating our MREs. And I'll be like, well, you know, I'm, I masturbated my sleeping bag last <laughs> night. So. You ready? Yeah.
0: All right.
1: All right. No intro.
0: We don't do it. We okay. never have done an intro. <laughs> no intro. Okay. No intro. <laughs> no intro. I just can't get past it. Do you want me to tell you? I the um I didn't tell you about shell shock after we got. I was like, oh, I'll tell you about it, and then I did not tell you about it.
1: Yes, you didn't tell me about. it. And then also, you said
0: I should pitch it at the beginning.
1: Mm-hmm. So intro so, that. Yeah. Talk about shell shock. Right.
0: I haven't. Oh yeah. We. Oh, and we're doing cameras different. So Sam's camera's there. My camera's here. I have
1: to look at this one when I talk. But. <laughs>
0: But uh we're um fuck I forgot what I was going to say. Shell Shock. Oh yeah, so I haven't even posted the last episode where we filmed this, but we're looking for sponsors for Shell Shock. So I'm going to explain it to Sam so I don't have to explain it twice. Shell Shock is a PTSD awareness and charity event that we're throwing with like four to five bands and is at the VFW. So you look super interested. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the VFW, go ahead. Yeah,
0: we're gonna it's uh it's gonna be a small like two hundred person show. Okay. And um, we're working on a headliner right now. We have a verbal commitment from a headliner. Mm-hmm. But we're waiting on a written, you know, a written commitment. But we're looking for sponsors. So if you want the there's different packages level. If you know anybody that'd be interested in doing it, hit me up. Um, I'll email you the sponsorship proposal. I'd like I said, I'd rather have people that are Care about veterans and first responders and PTSD awareness than uh, somebody that doesn't want to do it and wants to just plaster their name on something. So that's shell shock. Perfect. Yeah. Which VFW? The one in Orlando off Edgewater. Oh, it's okay. on the river. It's really pretty, and it's on June third.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I got to put that down the calendar.
0: You're off. Oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> then I'll be there. <laughs> I've got you there already. (laughs) So we're going to do an episode on PTSD. Oh, fuck. I mean, shit, we already did that. I meant social media. (laughs) I don't have PTSD. (laughs) But I got to crack it truly.
1: Yeah. Our episode is on social media and law enforcement. And well we yeah. could do military as in no, Do they care?
0: I've been out of the military so long now that I have no idea what's going on in the Well, world. they
1: it looks like they don't care the amount of stupid videos I see on Instagram with the military.
0: Well, you shared the one dude, the super cringe dude. Like I don't understand how these departments can't just be like I don't understand how these departments allow like the dude that you posted with the um
1: oh super sexy beard guy?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, he and they do that
1: thing where they they bite?
0: Yes. Like how, it, how do you survive in law enforcement like with the verbal
1: abuse that you're going to get when you go into work every day? Like I think it's because they're going to just say that I don't care, that's their opinion. And what they're doing, they think, is connecting with the public. And I don't know. It's really odd, those videos. I do believe that. <clears throat> um, I'm trying not to use my hands. I do believe that. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> last episode. <laughs> everywhere. Uh, social media is good for law enforcement, for outreach. Do you?
0: I agree? Yeah. Um, I agree just to keep up. They have to have one. You can't be a law enforcement agency without a social, without social media. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Like recruitment. And even for, I think social media would be amazing to connect with the people and make them feel like they're cops too, by identifying suspects and what's going on in areas. But I don't think they use it as much as they should, because they, I, I think that agencies and police departments and cities don't want to seem like their place is so bad. So, like, imagine where we worked, how much, you know, if they posted people were looking for ah, crimes dude. that happen.
0: They don't as much as they should because I saw one for a, a murder suspect. Um, but that it but was I, because it was a murder suspect. Yeah,
1: but that, that's where it stinks. Like, imagine, like, hey, there's burglaries going on in this area and they put the plaster of the suspects. I'm sure somebody could be like, oh, that person goes to the school or that mm. person works here or something like that. But I don't think they do that because it makes it look like uh, there's so much crime going on.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a great point. Like, uh, yeah. like how they won't address certain things because they would have to address the fact that crime exists. Yes. And, it's, and, and, and heinous crimes happen.
1: Yeah. Even, even basic ones like aggravated assaults, that would be, you know, I, I feel like that would be five to ten a day. Someone they're looking for in the place. I wonder if there's a reason why they don't utilize it too much. Because, well, you, without giving it away, we have that certain area where people around the world come to. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> 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 so they, we have to make it. Because like, how many times have you spoke to somebody and they're like, that happens here? That this yeah. place is like that? I'm like, yeah, it's like that. So... Yeah, you shouldn't go here at this time because this might happen. But that's what I think social media should be for. Well, I just think that
0: government entities ruin it. And maybe it's just law enforcement. But, I mean, I don't really follow too many military ones. But, like, we've talked about it before, how law enforcement, they just shit the bed when it comes to, like, actual engagement with the community because it's so... Like they'll have like for instance you want to know how the uh lip sync challenge started like six seven years ago it started because it was not it wasn't an agency that did it it was like an officer or somebody Mm -hmm. one person did it and it blew up and then it just got hijacked by the most cringe shit in the world because agencies were like we're gonna capitalize on this and they started making like Like forcing people to do it. and I I, feel
1: like a lot of the social media and in general, social media is super fake. It's all the happy moments, the good moments, and just the political moments when it comes to agencies that that's what I I don't agree with uh, social media is that it's just so political and it's really fake when they can use it for other things. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's like, he's, it's, I think about, sometimes I get like, bleh, when I see like, oh, we bought this family something for Christmas, and it looks bad, because like, it's like, oh, deputy or officer so-and-so went to Walmart with his own wallet, and he's like, and he's posing with it. However, I will say that you, people have to know that cops do that. I'm, you know, you're not going to see me out there uh, parading for the camera uh doing good deeds and like this but it has to be done just like speeding tickets have to be written I don't mm-hmm. write a lot of speeding tickets but there has to be cops out there that do it because people have to know that you know do you agree they have to yeah. see that side well, what here. I
1: don't like if I do something nice for somebody I hate the attention of like somebody yeah. they want to do something nice but they make sure someone gets a picture a video of it so they can post <laughs> hold on it. I can't give this
0: gift card to you yet. hold on yeah hold on <laughs> <laughs> and then they
1: you know, want to pat themselves on the back yeah. saying, hey, look, I did something nice. How about you just do something nice without anybody recognizing it? So. But then you don't get any credit. There you go. And it doesn't look good. Yeah. So And then, let's see, like those. I, I don't like the dancing cops. I know you, you agree with that because mm-hmm. you have your shirt. Mm-hmm. Did you have to take that shirt down? No, I wouldn't take that shirt down. Okay.
0: In fact i re- I'm realizing now to sidebar that I most likely didn't have to take any of the shirts down in the first place mm-hmm. however, those designs were like my first ones, and the way the companies went since then they- they probably really wouldn't fit into the genre but um yeah, I didn't I don't know I have to look into that a little bit more, but no, I' left that one up because and I sold out of that one I can't somebody went just recently and I had four left in the stock and they bought three of them. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're just like give them to their friends or something, but that's probably the best selling shirt. I I should say I sold out of them again. So I have more coming from the printers, but because it's written in the bad religion font, Mm -hmm. the punk band. So it's really like a pleasing to the eye. I think just aesthetically and,
1: and yeah, I don't like dancing cops. I don't think that, I don't think that uh, connects to the people Helps people.
0: Maybe old people and kids. But, I mean... The, I, I, I guess
1: they're trying to also show that cops are humans, which you can do that in other ways besides dancing and or being super sexy. Well, like,
0: okay, so I'm trying to get on with these remote podcasts to do. I want to interview. I still have to reach out to them. But there's, like... um, What's the skateboard cop called? Skate... No s- donut skater... skate Skate... To, I don't know. I'll post this thing up here, but there's him, and then there's Trick Shot Cop. What they do is they <laughs> they go. One's just a trick shot basketball player. All he does is he goes out in the community and he does wild mm-hmm. uh, shots with a basketball, and he's a he's you know he's verified on social media. And then there's a skateboarder guy who's also pretty big on social media, and he goes out to skate parks and skates, and that to me is real community engagement. When you dance, not you, but when somebody dances, it's like, look at me, look at me. Yeah, it's an attention grabber. They're not doing it. They're not sad. They're not like, what am I? No one's benefiting it from, but them.
1: No. So I do support the the cops that go out and play football, basketball, baseball, and (laughs) soccer with the kids in the community. That's good to do because you're actually uh, connecting with them and you have a common ground. I suck at all those, so. Hmm. I typically am the guy that keeps score. Yeah, well, it's still better than dancing and (laughs) being sexy in your patrol car. How
0: much would it take to get you to do a dancing video for this in your uniform?
1: I would never do anything in my uniform on video. Ever. Okay, Ever. (laughs) Not even if there's a fire. (laughs) Not even if there's a fire. No, I couldn't do it. It's too cringe. I I, I like watching the videos because I like to send them to Stacy and Kendra and... Every other guy. Except me. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, so
0: getting into the social media and law enforcement, one of the biggest things I realized in that, it's kind of funny when you sit in briefings and, like, you look around, you realize, like, this isn't going to work, is that the kids that grew up with cell phones their whole lives, right, from the age of 12 on, you know, like, kids are getting cell phones. Like when that those kids with iPhones at 10, 11, 12 years old, they're, they're of age of law enforcement now. Mm-hmm. So telling people that they can't be on social media as a cop isn't gonna work like it did with me and you because we we got on Instagram maybe in our mid20s or, or late tw- I don't know well, you know I, maybe I even 30s. Yeah. So I remember a life without social media as hard as it is to realize, but there's people entering law enforcement now that is their life correct they don't know it's like saying hey oh uh you can only use one eye at work like like they don't understand how life works without the phone it's not on them they just never lived a life without it so you know telling them like hey just don't do it that's not gonna work i i my opinion because the old heads that sit at briefing and they'll be like another one got in trouble for tiktoks instead of having a vague policy you know every agency probably has a very vague policy which is um don't do anything to make us look bad right yeah instead of having that there needs to be rules there needs to be don't film yourself ever with an agency patch badge or stickers on a car don't don't that just that way it's a rule but when you give a vague one like hey don't make us look bad
1: you uh, yeah. could I didn't think that would make us look bad. Yeah.
0: And I mean, because even if you don't post something for the agent wearing agency gear, and this goes for every agency, not just ours. Um the way it works is that if you had a picture of yourself in uniform, you know, 27 scrolls down and it was a good picture of you, like you're getting an award with your mom or whatever. If you post something that's controversial months, maybe years later, They'll use the fact that you had their uniform on your social media and that correlates with you making them look bad.
1: Yeah, I thought it was stupid that um, kids were getting either fired or not hired because of something they did in the past on social media. That wait, what? So like you've never heard of that before? Mm.
0: I don't know anybody. I've never I've never heard of anybody.
1: I'm like, there's been okay, like there's. Kids that post lyrics when they're in high school that has the n word and they post it on their Facebook or something, and oh, and they then they go to apply for a job and then they look at their social media, they see that and they say, well, we're not going to hire you for that. Or that's happened to cops. Let me look one up. You're gonna have to talk. I'm gonna look one up.
0: You know anybody personally that's happened to?
1: No, I've just seen it on news, and that's what they used to threaten people with hey, guys, look what happened to this guy. He got fired because he posted this eight years ago. Kind of that cancel culture thing. Oh. And it's like you're judging a person when they're teenagers for now.
0: Well, what's funny, too, is nobody plays the game. When you get hired, shut your social media down. And social media will say, oh, if you don't activate it within 30 days, it's gone forever. It's not. They know that you're addicted to social media. So... They know that you're going to come back and uh, everybody's on their
1: phones. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Yeah. <laughs> nah. I, I, I just, I'm looking at. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Nope. Nope.
0: Done. <laughs> no. So this, the platforms know that you're eventually going to break and you're going to come back. So they save your stuff for you. However, when you get hired at an agency somewhere, um, you're not lying when you say, no, I deleted my social media. I don't have any more. Yeah. It's not their fault or your fault. It's not your fault that meta Facebook, Instagram and all that they
1: save your profile when you're like, I want to get back on it. Yeah. I your fault. if if I was going for any government job, any government job, deactivate all social media for what is the seven to 10 months that it takes you to get the job. Yeah. I don't know if people can do that now, but. You know, when I when I went for my jobs a month before I deactivated it and then when so they when go, I answer the question, I'm like, no, I don't have it. Yeah. And it's then
0: gone. they go, oh, uh, you know, and to your knowledge, it's gone. Right. And mm-hmm. then, boom, when you go when you're done training and you go, you know, log back in, it's like, oh, it's all there
1: again. Imagine and that. delete the stupid stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, would I they don't tell you that because they want to find out yeah. your past. They won't say. You know, we recommend deleting or deactivating your accounts during the hire process.
0: Well, and I even like I remember when I was in the academy and this instructor was like, I went through and looked all of you up and like and like she couldn't find mine because I made my social media. I did not have an Instagram and I only had a Facebook And my Facebook name was different. Like, I didn't log in. I didn't register as Tyler Hoover and change the, uh, I registered with a different name.
1: What was your Facebook name?
2: Johnny
0: Drama. Um, (laughs) My whole family thought that when we got married, my last name was going to be Drama. And they sent, like, checks with Drama. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that was a fake name, so they didn't find me. But they were like, we looked up all of you. And they called one dude out for, like, a picture of him drinking beer. And they're like, stuff like this
1: will get you in trouble. That I was, was like another was thing that they <laughs> – so, oh, man, I got to find it because somebody was, dr- was drinking a beer, that, but they weren't of age. Uh, and they fired them for it. I mean, like, the kid's 19. If they only knew what military guys do when they're 18. Mm. like One time. One time. I never did those things.
0: Well <laughs> – it, when we were talking when one episode we talked about how in the military you drink a lot during the day mm-hmm. um it's a it i and it, okay in the infantry there's
1: in the a military, lot because i was a pogue too so with my but
0: was you were half and half you were a grunt and a pogue right yes and in your pogue days did you still drink during the day
1: i, I went hard
0: <laughs> so <laughs> i mean it's just a common thing so when you so when you exit the military and then you go apply for a job at law enforcement i'm gonna tell you right now when they ask if you've ever drank at work, that's not what they're talking about. Because I lost a job opportunity once at another agency before I picked up, got picked up on my first one because I said I drank during the day, and I drank at work, and I was like, "What? Everybody does it." And they were like, oh. <laughs> "You know, because I Oh, no, nobody
1: <laughs> does it. The military is professional." <laughs>
0: so, but I mean, going back to like hiring pro, the, I just interviewed a dude goes, his. Name on Instagram Sir mm-hmm. but name is jump a lot his name's Josh Porter but he was attached to group he had a really cool military career he's big on social media uh, he's a cool dude he really wants to be a cop that's his like life goal <laughs> well I mean mm. but he really wants to be a cop and so he was telling me and I'm like he's not getting hired by places like he's put in for a bunch of places everywhere and they're they're not really, even getting involved with him because, and he said it's like he admitted to smoking weed the day he got out of the army. He admitted he uh, smoked weed one time, and that was it. The day he got out, so they were like, he thinks that it, they're not hiring because of that. And I'm thinking, when I got off the when I got off the call with him, I was like, that doesn't make sense. Was this
1: one you just posted?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, if you'd watch the, it, the rigor. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, I watched up to the rigor.
0: Uh, okay, rigor.
1: That's with the Airborne. and Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Okay.
0: So uh, I was ma- making sure that there was a rigger. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> but he was a black dagger? I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't <know. laughs>
0: Is that a free fall team? <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that what... Did he say that? Yeah, I thought he was a... <laughs> Am I watching the same ones? <laughs> yeah, I,
0: well, I must have not heard that part, but I didn't catch on to what you were doing at first. <laughs> Anyways, he was talking about how, and I was thinking in my head, I was like, I highly doubt it's the weed because law enforcement agencies today, they don't care if you smoked weed because it started with the FBI. They had a three-year weed rule, 10-year pill rule, and then they wouldn't touch you if if you did harder drugs than pills, right? So... There was guys getting out of the co- getting out of college and they would have been great candidates for the FBI, but um, they were losing people because they did drugs in high school and there was a rule if you smoked it was three years bef- from the last time you smoked weed they wouldn't consider you, so you had to wait three years and then if you took a pill in college like ecstasy or Adderall or whatever the fuck people take like that was ten years you had to wait. Mm-hmm. So the FBI realized how retarded that was and relaxed their standards, which kind of made all local agencies realize like we got to do the same thing so most agencies don't care about weed anymore however i will be this one to say because i said it on that podcast the same rules don't apply for everybody correct so if you don't, don't if you are one person they might care that you smoked weed if you are another person they're gonna go we don't care that you smoked weed and that's all i'm gonna say but well, i
1: would say also too it changes because there was a good poster that uh Which were, I saw it in some armory that when there's no, the time of no war or no war, no war of time, time of no war, there's no wars going on. They only take the Captain America, but during a time of war, they'll take Beetlejuice and they had a picture (laughs) of Beetlejuice under the time of war. So if agencies and cities and even the military, if there's thousands of applicants, they're going to be super strict. They're going to get rid of all the people that said, hey, we did smoke weed. They'll have still 500 more that said they didn't, and they'll pick those. Mm-hmm. That's what happened in the military. When I went in, it was like 2006. Yeah. You can have a felony and join. You can yeah, have tattoos. They were, they were waving felons. Yeah. They said the only thing you couldn't have was neck tattoos, but everywhere else was good. I was, sit- I was sitting next to convicted felons in MEPs.
0: Yeah. Well, it's funny, though. You can't, you can't, you can't have a gun here, but you can have a gun over
1: there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember that because they had the big bonus, and pretty much we just needed a U.N. I remember a guy that he was sitting next to me. He got kicked out of the Army for raping, if you could say that on Instagram, mm. for well. raping somebody over <laughs> in Korea. They kicked him out and arrested him, and they were taking him back. Because nobody was joining at the time. But now you, well, I don't know. I don't know how the standards are now.
0: Yeah, that's what we were talking about before we filmed,
1: right? Is that we've been out of the game for so
0: long. I I don't even want to speak on the military anymore because it's been like 11 years since I got out.
1: I officially got out in 2017. For real? Yeah, because I was in the guard at the end of it. What made you you get out? (laughs) I I got out because we were going to go on a deployment, and I didn't want to (laughs) go overseas again. I was deployment dodger. (laughs) Yes, I was tired of it because when I went to Afghanistan in 2012 to 13. So the National Guard, how I can explain it, is they're like spare parts. When the active duty unit, they don't have enough people, or yeah, pretty much they don't have enough people. They plug in people in the guard to get their numbers high, so that they can deploy. Remember, what was it was like seventy percent you can deploy overseas of soldiers? Do you remember that? No. Mm-hmm. Well, you're in the eighty second, so we were spare parts units, and they just plug you where they needed you, and so yeah, I remember you explained that pretty yeah. well. And then, so when I was in Afghanistan, they kept extending us, just kept messing around, and the military it really showed how much they didn't care about you or your family life they just wanted that number there and that's when i got when i was facing that other deployment i knew it was bs cuz they said so my afghanistan oh god my afghanistan okay that deployment was supposed to be to kuwait Ugh. so this is how oh s- your fir- your second deployment yes. so my second deployment my friend contacted me. He said, hey, this unit's going overseas. Volunteer. It's a $2,000 bonus. And we're going to Kuwait. We're going to Camp Euring. It's super easy. We're just going to work out. We're going to get jacked. And so they re- they got all these numbers in and filled this company in because they didn't have anybody. And so everybody Wait, came in.
0: Was this the same state as you? You were in the same state,
1: right? Yes. Early? So everybody jo- volunteered joined this company and they're like hey we're going to go here and then uh it was either in Florida or at Fort Bliss Texas they're like frago whatever warno we're going to Afghanistan like it was like something that was sprung on them yeah. and they didn't, we didn't know, know. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody we ended up in Afghanistan uh you know
0: what's funny is i never thought about the way deployments would be now that i look at police work and i'm like you know when i started police work i wanted to run and gun i wanted the hard zones i wanted it. If you ask me now um i could see the benefit of not doing that mm-hmm. you know i haven't gotten there yet in my career but i now i i've never thought about deploying where you're like oh we're going where four meals a day for 24 hours a day and like Working out whenever I want.
1: Showers, your own chew. Yeah, they sold it. And then, and then
0: you're collecting all that money for a year hazard duty pay, no get, taxes. And it's
1: considered deployment. Yeah, to, and all that, and then they got all the numbers. Oh, I can see the appeal of that.
0: That's a single guy too. Yeah, and know. they're
1: like, yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden, oh, uh, <laughs> something the came b- <laughs> up. <laughs> we're going to Afghanistan. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So that uh, what were we talking about with that?
0: Oh, uh, we just got sidebarred. Yeah. But okay. back to social media. Um,
1: I don't know. We have to reach out to somebody currently in the military that could tell us about the social media rules. Because I've noticed that a lot of the soldiers, they'll take their top off and they'll just have, you know, their. if you look, they always have their top off. They do their stupid whatever. Dances. Yeah. I think it makes us look weak as a country. Yeah, I remember. It's I not intimidating at all. I sent you those videos. Russia
0: like, and China have like dope military training videos. I mean, they're
1: yeah, My, you know they're they play their game, but ours like we have soldiers, you know, messing around during fire guard and all that, dancing, and just doing dumb things makes you look weak. It makes you look like you need attention.
0: Yeah. Well, I posted that video of all the girls in the barracks doing a coordinated dance. Yes. And it's like, man, like, I don't know. I don't, again, that goes back to another touchy subject. I don't know if most women like doing that stuff. And if that's the case, then I'm not trying to shit on that. If that's what, I don't think most women in combat, or not combat, in the military do that. But when you get a whole platoon in basic training, they looked like they had basic training bunks. So, yeah, I mean.
1: I think so, like with those videos of the females who are attractive, and do all those. The reality in the military, since I'm out of the military and I'm gonna sell out the guys, the guys just wanna bang the girls in the military. Or oh, am I wrong?
0: I wasn't we were, Well, you were half pug. It's okay. You can No, wow. Oh, we weren't was, around. Well, he was all
1: he <laughs> was infantry all dudes. Yeah, so Yeah. But well, they loved they loved <laughs> infantry guys. A lot of not no.
0: no, no, you join the infantry thinking the girls in the military love infantry guys. They hate you because <laughs> you're such an arrogant you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> stay away from you. What idiot joins the infantry at 19 years
1: old? I went to when I was in, <laughs> except Star. for me and Sam. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess it's just I'm speaking on my experiences. I know we'll get the hate. They're like, well, no, that doesn't happen to me. My guys... Actually. Yeah, my guy <laughs> soldiers respect me. They don't <laughs> want to have sex with me. I mean, yeah, okay. when I went to sergeant school <laughs> in Utah and they were catching girls getting tag team in Porter Johns, I was like, wow.
2: What?
0: Yes. Can you retell this story? No. Or tell it for the no, first time? I just
1: That, that was it. <laughs> Where was this? In Utah when I was in sergeant school to become an E5. What was it called? Warrior... Warrior Leader Course. Yeah, WLC. Yes. Okay, and get to the Anyway, we were at a, an outside. <laughs> yes. What was it? Um <laughs> there was like there was females at this place cuz it was sergeant school and the yeah. guys were all banging them.
0: There was a account where a, a female soldier got banged in a porter john by two dudes. Yep.
1: And they're like, "Hey, can you guys not do that out here? <laughs> we're, we're trying to train." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That is a level of
0: savage. Even on fire guards. Oh, well, yeah, there's so stuff. many things that make sense. And, and they yeah, having people have people have sex. Everybody. People have sex in different places. It makes sense. You know, not that it's smart, but I could see it. Two dude, dude dude, Spit Roast and a Porter John. <laughs> I'm sorry. That sounds like a cool punk name, but that is <laughs> hardcore. Hardcore.
1: That was and it wasn't it wasn't rare and it was just like in the pogue world like stop out. Okay. Yeah. in the pogue world that's that's you know you had the guys that chased the girls. It might be different now
0: mm, no, they respect the girls now babe. they
1: respect them yeah, and they don't want to have sex with them, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in the military, I would say that's what guys looked at females the guys I hung around, so I guess we'll get the comments I was around shit bags, but Everybody just wanted because what when we were when you're out in the field and you can't return back to life, this is what you have. Mm. You never heard of the term? She's a six in the field, or no? no she's I know a that. ten in the field, but she's a yeah. five in real life. Combat goggles or field goggles? Yeah. That outdated. I mean, but it, it, it if you it's like I had it. So my guy, I had somebody who was a super sexy eight pack, Diago, good looking guy, Diogo, Diogo, Diogo. Diago, <laughs> something like a Mortal Kombat <laughs> <laughs> character. <laughs> and he was banging girls left and right out in the field. In he, the field? And the thing that they liked. So this, this this right here, he used to bang them, and they would bang. And I hope my kids don't watch this. And, uh, <laughs> he would bang them with the pro mask on, and she would wear the pro mask. And then he would come and tell them while we're eating our MREs. And I'll be like, well, you know, I masturbated my sleeping bag last (laughs) night. So (laughs) that was my night. (laughs) Like the windbreaker sound.
2: (laughs) So holy
0: shit. In the field, though, you don't. uh, I mean, I guess in Pogue units, they do take trips to shower, sometimes up to once a day. Yeah. So it's not as gross as I'm thinking. In the infantry, we would go to the field for X amount of time. Usually about a week, but sometimes we'd be out there three weeks. It happens. You don't know how bad you smell until you come back on base and you start regular air start like in the, you go into the PX after you've been out in the field and like it start you start realizing like oh my god I smell like filth. I, I you, would
1: say when you took that first shower and then like guys are still coming in,
0: I would break out in my face mm-hmm. because. I would like wash my face for the first time in like a week or two or three. And I don't know what happened, but by washing it with soap, finally, I would all of a sudden get a bunch of zits. I was like, I don't understand how this works, but I
1: mean, that's uh, so in the infantry, when we would go out in the field, there was
0: no dudes plowing chicks in the field in the infantry.
1: So that was that's where my me saying that separating women and men in the militaries should be a thing. We got everything done. Dare you? I know we got everything done. Like nobody like messed around, besides stupid shit. But like the mission got done. Nobody was distracted. There was no drama. Yeah, that's everybody a, hated. That's the one thing that I've. Uh, Definitely, I'm sweating in here. Uh,
0: let me get this man a paper towel. He needs his old man nap.
1: No, I don't want to use <laughs> this. Uh, what was I second? Oh, there one? might
0: be one right there. No, on the on the edge of the table. No, on
1: the no. I threw it away. Okay, no biggie. When I was in the uh, infantry, everybody got their shit done, and that was it. And uh, in in, uh, military and law enforcement, our people in general just bitch about everything. Mm -hmm. Like, we just, it's like, it seems bitchy and whiny and stuff. It's just because being a cop, being a firefighter, well, I don't want to speak for the firefighters, being a cop... Being in the military, you just get constantly put in shit situations and that's you can't help but bitch. Mm-hmm. And that's you venting towards your friends and everybody else. I know it's, it's, it's super difficult to be positive in those moments.
0: What are we talking about? I don't know. I thought you were talking about
1: banging it's banging people. Yeah, but now I'm talking about it seems like we're bitching about it.
0: Oh, it, oh no. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not. It's hard because the throwing women into and I only say throwing women. Oh, we're talking throw, about
1: social media and the, oh, the. I know that. Yeah. Well, wait.
0: <laughs> I was gonna piggyback off what you said for thirty seconds. I uh, throwing women into the uh, like male combat arms, like male dominated combat arms, is a bad idea. I think. That's my opinion because you get a well-willed machine of dudes and that sounds super gay now that I say it out loud. <laughs> but, you know, there's nothing that's distracting them until you throw a woman in the mix. And then she's going to date one, break up with him and date another one, but mm-hmm. then end up fucking another one. And I'm sorry. Oh, I, I probably cut this part out because. Well, it's true. That I know. They everybody.
1: It's, you, you can't help it.
0: It's human nature. That's another thing, too, is I, I will speak on behalf of the women. You're welcome. Oh. I'm going to reword that also. <laughs> I am going to vouch for women in the sense that when you take a 19, 20 year old girl whose hormones are raging just like dudes are, right? There's there's no difference. Women like to have sex too, and you surround her with dudes that want to fuck her. She's going to eventually fuck one of them, mm-hmm. if not seven, or two in a porter john. That's just going to happen. <laughs> They never, yeah. And it's not. I don't think they. Yes, they should be held accountable for it. But what happens when you throw? If you threw a nineteen-year-old dude into a platoon of twenty women that wanted to fuck him, he would literally fuck every single like line them up and fuck, 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 fuck. He okay. would do that.
1: Uh, no, yeah. A bit. Not me.
2: <laughs> not me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would never. <laughs> fuck, fuck. I
2: need
1: to make a flip. You stay there. <laughs> yeah. anyway imagine uh, that imagine being a dude in an all female <laughs> infantry mm. but yeah
0: I wouldn't well doesn't do work that. like that unfortunately
2: I feel like it would be probably just as bad or worse if but it was in the reverse where it was all female and then one man was thrown it'd be base. like the bachelor
1: I, I remember so <laughs> a camp leather neck
2: I think there'd be a lot of fighting
0: oh yeah because they girls fight over dudes just like dudes fight over girls
2: if you've ever ever worked in a jail
0: (laughs) Sam's got bitches (laughs) fine all all day for him if you've ever
2: worked in a jail or been around like an all female unit or female inmates they are generalizing but they're like 10 times worse than the men they do not conduct themselves well they're constantly fighting they're gross like it's just not
0: no No. (sighs) Well, well I'll go back to social media
1: yeah, I don't think it looks good. But for law enforcement, it does have its place. I just don't think they should be as, and those are the head honchos. But I don't think they should be as political <laughs> as they should be. Like, hey, we're doing these things. Look how great we are. Well, what do you think about uh, sheriffs that are really
0: big? I know the. Um, I think it's Broward County Sheriff. I always get Broward and Brevard in Florida mixed up, but it's one of them. Um, he's like, he's verified on Instagram and all that stuff. And he's like, he he mixes it up. He posts funny stuff. He never does anything inappropriate, obviously, but yeah. he posts funny stuff. He posts like fitness shit like The Rock would do. Like he's in a hoodie with like the big beats and he's, his arms that's are jacked. Wayne Ivey of Brevard County. No, not Wayne Ivey. Okay, well, that's <laughs> not the
2: right one then. But, uh, <laughs>
1: I'm just saying, Wayne Ivey is the guy that was on the Hero It Out podcast. What's the one I sent you with the guy with the beard? He said, oh, I let my deputies have beards, and they thought they got the biggest raise in life. That Remember I sent you that one?
0: Oh, the Hispanic guy.
1: Yeah. I thought that was... That's
0: down south, too.
1: Yeah, I thought that was... That's not Broward or Brevard or maybe Dade. Uh, Because ch- he, like, he was talking to somebody... And he's like, yeah. Oh.
0: He's like, I like tattoos. I want my deputies to have tattoos. And then he
1: said, I, I said, hey, I sent on email saying everybody can have beards, and they thought they got the biggest raise ever.
0: Yeah. What's the uh, the dude oh, I was thinking of? Him. I think it's Broward County.
2: It's not Broward. It's Brevard? It's not. Re- no. You're talking, I think it's a guy who. Oh, my God. I, I can't think of it, so I just Googled hot Florida sheriff. and Nothing's popping up. You
0: said he was high. No, I didn't. I oh. said he was ripped. Behave. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, no.
2: Hold on. I think this I know who is you're talking about. Fucking go. Don't okay. let her in
0: any Porter yeah. Downs.
2: <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm being a terrible producer.
0: He, it's one of the bees. Lee yeah. County. Look on Google. No, that's your guy. Lee County is your guy. Oh, Okay. Guy. Yeah.
1: I I again I think that's good recruiting.
0: Yeah. Well that sheriff was like he was like, you know, he I think it was the same video that you were talking about. He was like, I my deputies will have tattoos if they want to have tattoos. It shows that they're a human being,
1: you know, they humanize with everybody else, you know, and
0: beards, of course, we're going to have beards. I think
1: the standards of professionalism uh with law enforcement is stuck in the 90s where it was Polyester no tattoos and that type of uniform and uh, sh- clean shaving, which they took everything from the military, mm-hmm. and they're just not adjusting to today's times.
0: Yeah, like well, how can you look more? Mi- we don't want to look too militant, as you got guys with high entites and clean shaven face. You know. Are you talking about Gregory Tony? Is it a bald black dude? Yes. Yes. Broward County. Broward, Broward, Broward County. Oh, are okay. talking
2: about. He's got a nickname, the Lee County Sheriff.
0: If you had just googled Brown- Broward County Sheriff, as I told you. Oh, yeah. You didn't. Yes, I did. Instead of putting hot sheriff guy, (laughs) (laughs) I was only half listening. I'm sorry. But, um, so, but. It's a good recruitment tool. Yeah, dude, he's cool as fuck. He, like, he, like, he's all, like I said, he's like, he posts different styles of videos all the time. And then, like, but, you know, obviously you can't go. It's his personal one, but I highly doubt it's his personal one. I'm sure Mm -hmm. somebody manages it, but I like, I think it's funny. I was saying this on the other podcast with uh I think it was Josh. But um on the remote one. But
2: pull your hat back down.
0: Thank you. That's why I have a producer because apparently this is really comfortable, but I look like an idiot.
1: You have a line. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. All
0: right. Anyways. So um do
1: you, do you color your hair? No. Oh, okay. I got white coming in though, you see it?
0: Oh, no. Oh. Um I very rarely post a uh, picture of me in uniform, but what I do like to do it is. I like to repost. I like to repost my agency's photos of me. Like, there was a photo where we had to go to um, a public event, and there was like a Narcan vendor there, and they wanted us to pay, take a picture of them, and they made us all hold signs. Oh like, yes. I would mine say, one. "Dead people don't uh, dead or dead people are always dead" or something like that? Dead people don't wake up, something like that. Oh, yeah. dead people stay dead. I don't know. I'll post it, but and I was, ho- and I was, like, oh, this sounds
1: awesome. With and your I, serious face, yeah. And I held it up, yes. and like
0: I, th- for th- for my brand, that was really funny. And it also, they posted it. I didn't post it. Yeah. Then there was a, then there was a video I posted. That on my, was
1: for Narcan.
0: Bro, let me tell you about this. I've been wa- waiting for a time to put this in. So a Narcan vendor came to account. Ah,
1: edit. Beep. Yeah.
0: Okay. Not only this, dude. Came to this. Not county, only this. There was kids everywhere. This was a this was a political persons uh fundraising event. So there was bounce houses and all kinds of crazy shit. There was a Narcan vendor there, and they were giving Narcan to kids. And I went up. I have to watch what I say because I'm in uniform, but I'm really like this is one of those things that irked me. And I was like, You're giving Narcan to kids? And they're like, Well, yeah, it says lives. I'm like, maybe because maybe because uh, their parents overdose and they yeah. and, and you know that's you know what I can get on board with that no they said no they said it's for if they overdose
1: that's like if they what if they find their parents stuff i don't know but
0: i don't know any kids of that age that are fucking hooked on heroin until you give them a reason to be hooked on heroin here's the narcan for you now go get hooked on heroin yeah. it's okay to be on heroin because you have narcan that's what a 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 year old kid that's how their brain is going to see that is that I have the solution so I can go, I can have the problem also because I, I'm a firm believer that Narcan is like an end of the world tool to like reincarnate the earth with dead people because you got children dying of cancer. Yet we create this magic fucking puff that brings dope fiends back to life in one puff and they're fully functioning again. And I, you'll, you can Narcan, and I do not say you or me, but people can Narcan people with their fucking hospital wristband on from the night prior where they overdosed. And Before they're overdosing again.
1: And we're keeping... Mm, I need to stop. I think Narcan <laughs> is just a business again. Another government business <laughs> but you, to make money. and it's You
0: it's, can't tell me that there's not a cure for cancer, but there's a cure for fucking dying.
2: Keeps people buying drugs. Yeah. And that's what runs. That the, the world. CIA
0: dropped in our fucking streets.
1: Psyop. Yeah. So. Just, I, and it's so funny that. So this was in the military. We had a, uh, a speaker come over and he came over and he was talking about uh, alcoholics in the military and people doing drugs in the military. And I know it's a really touchy subject, but I never understood that. He Made it seem like it wasn't their fault for doing it, that it was something that it was a disease, and so that was the new normal in the military. Oh, like a drug addiction, yes, yeah, how for, for people being because we had a problem in the military drinking and driving, people crashing and dying, yeah, and yeah, that was what the speech was. But I don't know, it's all business, they all make money off it if they can. Instead of finding the cure, they find the, uh, what's that? The temporary fix. So it can keep business going. Mm. So
0: back to social media. I recently just posted a video that did pretty well on my personal page. And it was a repost of my agency's video. I just, I didn't reshare their video. I stole it and literally reposted it through mine. But it's funny because it's a very, very, very aggressive policing video. Mm. you know what I'm talking about yes Um, it's super aggro, aggro and to the point where I was told by my agency that my profile a couple years ago I started Instagram with wild police shit like that I loved it it was so much fun they were like that's too aggressive if you go to court they're going to paint you in an aggressive light if you ever shoot somebody so you can't have that shit on there I uh, so I was like I can't repost things I can't like Show what police work is Everybody else in the world can do it But if you're a cop you can't So I was like okay I won't do it I can see what they're saying Yeah. And then my agency posted it However we've talked about this before Where it's like When a cop killer Catches a couple fucking punches to the face And Society's okay with it Now the average bank rob Or not bank robber, The convenience store or, uh, Burglar or robber if he catches a couple punches in the face while being arrested, society would be like,
1: what the fuck? Rightfully so. I think, but my input is that I don't like if somebody beats a cop killer, I don't think they support that. But when somebody kills kids or some innocent. Which, innocent which, people, what this, this was, this yeah, was somebody that. Then it's like a common ground and then they test the water, everybody's good with it. So we'll post it. Yeah. When it comes to kids, people like are mostly agreed. Even the left and the right, when it comes to killing kids,
0: yeah, you'd have to be just straight up anti-cop to not like that video. It was but like, dope if video. there's
1: people that, like, I remember with the Orlando cop, that poor cop that got killed, the Markeith Lord, and they tuned him up.
0: Yeah, he lost an eye over it. Yeah, well, and, and allegedly, but, allegedly.
1: But you know, there were still people that were like, "That's wrong. That's everything." But I'm sure if. Even though he did kill people. I'm sure if it was a kid he killed or a baby he killed. Yeah. I mean, he kind of did. He did do that. I'm saying that, but this time was he killed the cop. So people are okay with killing cops. Yeah, that kind of goes kids. back to what you're saying. And also active shooters. If you if active shooters, nobody cares about them. Nobody cares. That's a common ground because that's that's such a touchy, sensitive subject in the U.S. Hmm. It's but,
0: funny how they... You ever wonder how some of these guys get taken into custody? Like the cops that, like, you're looking at somebody that just killed thirty people. You're right, but you're you as a cop, you're looking at somebody that just killed thirty people. you I can't talk about that either. Never mind. That would that I would, would say- show that I have premeditated dispos. You know, I'm
1: dispositioned to do something for me when it, what sucks is uh the military
0: I use disposition wrong I think just now Predi- predisposed Pred- just move on okay
1: yeah. yeah the military and this is not dealing with social media but for it uh, m- guys who deployed you get so desensitized to everything yeah that seeing those things and it doesn't really bother you as much. That's why that's a, something I agree with military guys joining law enforcement is because it doesn't bother you as much.
0: Well, I mean, you know this and everybody should know this. Mass shootings and mass death in other countries is an everyday thing. America is where that's in westernized countries is where that's not the common thing. But in other countries where it's been battle forever. They have mass uh, car bombs They have mass shootings well, all the time
1: So in our deployment The 82nd and the Marines And I was at Babel uh, They built This was the 82nd and the Marines They built a hospital for the locals And then whatever terrorist group was popular Then Blew it up and killed 300 people We took it as a loss, and, and the paratroopers like Fuck we just built that Yes <laughs> <laughs> but the thing was, it didn't get any traction because no soldiers died. So nobody no, cared yeah. about it. Yeah, because you can sell soldiers dying. Yeah. You and it, I, I, I do remember that day because it was like a loud thud. And somebody's like, oh, are we getting mortared? Well, and well, wait, wait. wait, wait. Sorry. It was a loud thud. <laughs> Let me tell you this one cool story. All right, and everybody was like, are we getting mortared? And then it didn't happen again. And then it was like the next day or the next, within that week, they're like, you know that, remember that loud thud we heard? That was 20 miles away. That was a fucking bomb that went off and blew that hospital up and killed all those people. And then I was like, oh, so, uh," because this was a military intelligence guy. I was like, I shared a room with him. I was like, so what are they going to do about it? He's like, nothing, we're just we're not going to build another hospital. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a bad move. But like I mean like all those guys all those people died nobody cared.
0: Yeah, and I remember when and again, don't god, everybody ch- calm down. I'm just stating a fact. Remember when when we were like that hasty move out of Afghanistan that Biden did mm-hmm. and uh I think it was like 13 marines died or some navy personnel, a, pari- yep. a paratrooper died, you know. Uh, The amount of Afghanistani people, Afghanistan people, whatever the fuck they're called, that died when we left, <laughs> probably. But they were able to sell 13 Americans dying overseas really well, which, I mean, again, we're all Americans. I American, was watching so a little documentary on Vice
1: but and they were talking about babies being killed cost, and, were, and thrown. D- at, dude, yeah. people were, Trying
0: Afghanistan people were throwing their babies. And, this, and the Marines were having to watch this. This is one thing that's really fucked up, is that when we did that hasty pull-out, the Marines that were on the volunteers and everybody that was over there, I think because I know this because Tim Kennedy said this in mm-hmm. one of his podcasts, he said that people, just as a last-ditch effort to not grow up in Afghanistan, people were throwing their babies and they weren't making it, and they were getting caught in the, tea, the, Constantine, the, the wire. Constantine wire, or they were hitting the wall and falling to their death. And it's like that was a better option to them Than them, the babies growing up in Afghanistan, because they knew the Taliban were going to come in and fucking murk anybody that ever even looked at the Americans a good way. So, So
1: yeah, I don't want to end it on that though. Social media. Social media. (laughs) I think it's good, but how they're using it, I don't believe in it. Imagine, like, imagine a police department coming out and saying, hey, we have this amount of crime coming in this area and we can't identify these suspects at this time. Can you help us? There are people out there that yeah, love this stuff, that love that. they want to be cops, and but they don't want to be cops and they want to identify people or people saying, oh, that's that piece of shit that he did me dirty. I know. him. Well, I mean, but they put. They use maybe
0: you just don't follow any police agencies. They do put that stuff, but they put
1: like murder suspects. I'm talking about like everyday things or aggravated assault or the stolen vehicles. How many
0: they're probably not trying to? It's what you said, you nailed it. They're not trying to flood their social media with negativity. That crime happens.
1: How many times someone at a gas station gets their car stolen (laughs) a day, and the guy he's just waiting there at the bench and he's just hanging out? They go inside and steal the car. And then more crimes happen because of that. Yeah, but we never identify them because it just happens so much. Yeah, I'm sure that there's somebody that could identify them.
0: What do you think about police agencies using cool social media, like, like somebody? Let's say like an agency has somebody already that's like got like a hundred and fifty thousand followers, utilizing that person to draw people into recruitment. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense?
1: Oh, no, that would be good. You You know, but you
0: do have to worry about that person getting in trouble or fired or something. Or then you'd have to, like, go, oh, all that stuff that we used him for, disregard, because he's a bad guy now. Yeah, because once
1: once you get fired, you're blackballed. Yeah, but
0: I mean, like, you know, anybody or, like, a social media star wants to become a cop. Like, let him become a cop. Don't make him do any of the cop stuff. But film them in uniform, like I guess like Shack is a Shaq deputy. Shaq would be perfect. You know, he's a dep, but he's a deputy somewhere. He's a, a, a reserve deputy. He didn't in. go through no police academy. He probably went took the test that people were like A, B, yeah, you know, and then he was sworn in, and he's he might a de-
2: have been like because sheriffs can just deputize people. Yeah, there you go. You they don't just, have to
0: do. All it probably wouldn't things.
1: be smart to have him enforcing the laws due to You're civil not, liability. No, but those
2: people aren't going out arresting yeah. people. Yeah,
1: well, he did. There's a video of him. He followed somebody. This was back down south. And the guy was super hammered. He almost crashed in people. And Shaq called it out on the radio. But somebody else obviously came and did the DUI. And he came and did this traffic stop with nothing. <laughs> like no gun bell or anything. <laughs> and they came and they helped him out. But I think that would be cool for um, recruitment. You want to get yeah. people into law enforcement.
0: It's kind of like, uh, yeah, like every agency should be shooting to get somebody deputized in. you
1: yeah. know.
0: Maybe, like, Steven Seagal. Oh, God, no. Traitor. Yeah, he's in Russia now. He's part of
2: the KGB or something like that now. But well, I mean,
0: he's a fraud, so... But, I mean, just anybody. Especially social media superstar. Like, hey, I work at X agency. You should come work with me. Like, oh, I would get to work with that person? That person don't need to be at work. That person needs to be doing social media stuff. Like, it, I mean, like, there's a lot of agencies. If I'm not wrong, there's a lot of agencies that um, have very attractive women in their ranks that do go to the academy that do go through FTO but then immediately they're like hey do you want to join uh, our team of uh, camera people that walk around am I wrong yep I am I know what you're talking about am I wrong
1: <laughs> Is I recruiters like so things. like in okay <laughs> yes recruiting or like so like in the army the recruiters they all had nice ass cars motorcycles, and they looked good. So everybody thought that's what you were going to be when you joined. Yeah, you never
0: saw a fat or ugly recruiter, male no. or female.
1: And you they always had nice cars. They had big rims, and they were always just their life was awesome. So when I joined, I assumed that's what I was going to get and everything. And then <laughs> months later, I was in Iraq. I got, I got <laughs> child support, two deployments. <laughs> oh, I always remember that. This guy had a nice... Jixer, and then he came in. He had an Escalade. Whoa, have you noticed
0: that? Go ahead. Ow, fuck. And I didn't mean to cut you off. I cut you off again. Sorry. Yeah. But you probably already don't remember what you're talking
1: about. Yeah. Well, I joined. I thought I was going to get that, and it was literally six months. I was in Iraq. Well, without that. But have you noticed that the recruiters
0: have social media profiles, and they do that. They film their fucking life. This is me in the Marine Corps. Um, this is me in the Navy. You know, everyday life, and then. Yeah, they're living first off they're most likely not living near a base because like my next door neighbor is a fucking recruiter for the Air Force like right there there's no fucking Air Force bases around here and so when he films an extravagant life that's because he wakes up and goes to a duty or a recruiting station Mm -hmm. and then he you know I've seen him he does his own PT and shit it's not that's not a life that's like living on a military base fucking sucks living outside a military base fucking sucks I didn't like it, did you? Oh, you were always National Guard. Uh-huh. I didn't yeah. like
1: anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: want a beer anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Can we address that? That show that Sam actually discovered before it was uh, viral. The Which guy that
1: I, I think discover. you should leave.
0: I think you should leave with Tim Robbins. Oh yes. He, you showed me that show like two years ago, you and fell now, in love with it because now on TikTok the I don't give the a meme. What, yeah, the. I don't care about
1: anything. What's he saying? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't do this. That yeah. is I didn't now. Fucking do this. <laughs> I didn't fucking do this. That that I thought that was perfect of the representation of military. That guy walking in with that fake persona, and he's super depressed about it, and he realized that that's what he didn't want to do. I thought that was so perfect, and that represented me. <laughs> Well, you mean you don't want
0: to like be physically in the mall, like? And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah, but all right. Well, what are we at? We had an hour.
2: Mm-hmm. An hour and one.
0: An hour and one. There's only so much we can talk about. But as soon as I check, cut these cameras off, I'm gonna be like, "Oh shit! I wish we would have talked about that." Well, shell shock. Well,
1: outro with shell shock. Yeah, I'm probably gonna cut the beginning one because I wasn't ready. You should try to reach out to uh, Wounded Warrior Project and those guys for shell shock. They won't help you because they won't make money on it. Well, okay, they're assholes. Okay, well, there's a (laughs) sponsor.
2: I did hear. (laughs) Yeah,
0: they're assholes. I did hear someone did tell me not to donate to Wounded Warrior because yeah, it's
1: a fucking fraud.
0: It's not like just like
1: uh, how you say the goodwill. The goodwill CEO makes twenty million dollars a fucking year. (laughs) <laughs> off you giving off free <laughs> shit. That's how wounded warrior is. Yeah. So yes, you can buy one guy with no legs a house, well, and then make social media about it. But they, he, the guy who's owns it is a fucking multi millionaire. Well,
0: okay. So um, I'm still in the hunt. I'm talking to people about uh, sponsorship. But I went to uh, there's this place around here called
1: I don't want to say their name because they are doing try Dockside. They sponsor. For softball. I'm not. I'm just, yeah.
0: yeah. But I tried a, a local, a local establishment here that has where we live. It has about three, maybe four locations. And, uh, and they're big on. Oh, okay. They're big on, just so you know what I'm talking about. They're big on saying we support the troops. We support there. You go inside and they got patches and military stuff. They, you know, they, they're, they're all about, supporting law enforcement, first responders and veterans in the military. And I went in there. I was like, this will be a great, this will be great. This will be a great thing. And I went in there and I talked to the lady that does community outreach or human relations or whatever the fuck. And I hand her the uh, sponsorship proposal and she looks at it and she goes, All we, she doesn't even read it. She doesn't even open it. So it's not like she was looking at shell shock and going, did I turn this off? It's still good. It's not like she was looking at shell shock. And going, oh, this is for us. She looked at it and goes, The only thing I could do for you is give you a gift basket for you to raffle to make money. <laughs>
1: well, so, thank you. I
0: was like, Man, the, you know, the big, so that being said, the big agencies or the big agencies, the big businesses that
1: support, they don't. No, they want money. No. It's all about money.
0: It's all about a gimmick.
1: Yeah, it's all how, you know, it. they. I they, get upset with that because they they use people that have been blown up and like lost a lot of shit and then they act like they're really helping. Yes, they'll help that one guy out, but at the end if they're not making money, they're not going to help out.
0: One. Well, one thing about shell shock is we cut out cuz I learned this bands get fucked when they play a show um unless you're a very 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 popular band that people are requesting you to come play, aka a band that made it. Yeah. Bands that are in in it, you know, in the hunt to be signed or to become big, they get fucked left and right because when they play a show, everybody takes a cut, and at the very end of the night, they get like shit. Like the venues, the promoters, the marketing—or oh, that is promoters—but you know. And so, I we're trying to cut out all that you know. With Shell Shock, we do our own promoting. Who um, uh, who came we, up with the
1: name Shell Shock? Me. I like the name Shell
2: Shock. Um,
0: me, your producer. Did she? Did. did you? I did, but it's okay. Ke- did you say Kendra? <laughs> <laughs> Me, no. Say, <laughs> so you came up with it?
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm joking though. It doesn't matter. We came up with it.
0: No, it clearly matters.
2: Okay.
1: It's gonna matter tonight. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs>